Hello, friends. Welcome again to another episode of the Potluck Podcast. I'm Jared Cornett, and it seems like for the first time in forever, the well, gang is all here. Yeah. For the first time. Yeah. No, we're not going to see Frozen tonight. But uh, this is much better than the time that I have to do a podcast <laughs> that was awkward. by myself. By uh, myself. Hey, so I did that once uh, when we had, we had moved here, or I had moved here. The family hadn't moved here yet. And so I recorded one from like the only place that I could get any decent non-echoing sound and it still wasn't very good. And uh, that was in like a closet and uh, it was it was very awkward. But thanks for thanks for saving the day, Jared. I appreciate it. Alan, how are you, man? I am doing well, uh, other than just the the frustration of living in the country and having terrible internet tonight other than that i'm doing well uh, matt you doing good you, you look like you're uh ready for uh pastor's conference to be over with and uh, oh boy boy am i ever i am ready <laughs> to be done uh but hey some really cool news this week we had kind of a random church in tucson arizona call up and say, hey, we would like to give and uh, gave a significant chunk of change. And uh, really? that's been wow. a blessing because our budget kind of got blown up by the uh, really, I guess, just inflation and gas prices and all that kind of stuff, maybe with the Ukraine stuff. I don't know. But all of the flights and all of that just shot through the roof. And that's made it kind of difficult on our budget. But yeah, I'm ready for that to be over. But I'm doing well. I thought it was kind of silly that y'all are doing private jets for all the speakers um, and all that, but, you know, whatever. Well, I'm watching the Mavs hopefully catch a win. They're down two games and none against the Suns in the Western Conference semi. So hopefully they win tonight. But we're not here to talk about any of those things. We're here to talk about the Southern Baptist Convention, things happening in Baptist life, and a little Southern culture. So, Matt, why don't you take it away here on this first topic, the National Day of Prayer. Yes. So uh, the National Day of Prayer, that is a day where we all pray. Uh, that should be every nationally, day. nationally. And uh, but but for me, you know, I, I kind of take a, you know, more of a personal approach. Usually there's events at, you know, civic centers and maybe churches, all of that kind of stuff. You see it kind of pop around uh, social media and whatnot. I know Prestonwood had a big event uh, here in our association. And so a lot of great stuff like that. And we're going to talk about uh, Roland uh, Slade. There's an article up on the Baptist Press about exalt the Lord as Roland exhorted in his 2022 National Day Prayer. But for me that morning, I just got out and I just did kind of an intentional prayer walk around my neighborhood and uh, just took it slow and praying for each of the houses as I walked by them. And uh, as I made it to the end of the street, uh, there was a guy getting out to his truck to go to work, that kind of deal, and uh, heard me praying. And, uh, and he said, what are you doing? And I said, well, I'm, I'm praying. And it ultimately led to a gospel conversation and an invitation to church. And so really neat opportunity there. Uh, but with this still that we're going to put in the show notes about Roland Slate, he is the pastor of Meridian Baptist Church in El Cajon, California, and the chairman of the SBC Executive Committee. And there's a write-up about him uh, after he gave the keynote address at a prayer event hosted by the San Diego Downtown Fellowship of Churches and Ministries on May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. Uh, as we celebrated yesterday. And uh, so that is the National Day of Prayer, day to get together to pray. Have you all ever done anything in, in your city? I know when I was in Hendersonville, Allen, we would 
get together at Main Street Baptist Church and some city officials would come out and it was kind of a big deal. Uh, we don't really do anything in Irving like that. And I, I'm sure there's something in Dallas, if I had to guess, uh, nothing that I was invited to. Uh, but Alan, do y'all do anything where you're at? You're kind of out in the country, so I don't know if, if y'all if y'all get together or not. Yeah, I'm not aware of anything uh, where I'm at right now. But I know previously, uh, one county over in Columbus County, they gather together, um, kind of an ecumenical thing. Evangelicals getting together at the courthouse, and they pray at the courthouse. They usually have one main person to uh, lead prayer and maybe share a little devotional thought, that kind of thing, and. Um, I saw where they had several sports teams from the local schools that were there, as well as some local politicians, a bunch of pastors and church folks. So um, almost like see at the pole, but for for grownups. I have never <laughs> thought of it that way, but that's fantastic. <laughs> see, did y'all ever do uh, – we did uh, Saw You at the Pole. That yes. Night. The whole yeah. county together. I'll never forget, we're doing a Saw You at the Pole, and there's probably like 800, 900 people there. And they're they're singing some song, you know, like I'm coming back to the heart of work. Everybody's got their hands up, and this dude just comes out and says, "Who wants a free T-shirt?" And they just start throwing T-shirts and frisbees in the middle of this worship song. And that's when I realized I want to do student ministry. This is yeah. you know, um, but that was uh, that's okay. That is a great that's a great analogy, Alan. And I think that uh, I think that checks out. That was free. That was free. Well, hey, secondly, um, we had our SBC presidential panel president's panel with uh robin hadaway tom askell and bart barber at first baptist church of keller this past wednesday matt hensley and i had the uh joy of being there and even sitting next to each other in a uh, symbol of christian unity and uh and uh and spiritual togetherness and humility because you deferred to me and let me sit on the end. And I do. I do. I. You prefer the end, but I but for I the end for it, and you're like, yes, you know, anything for you, Mister President. So <laughs> I do. I like the little armrest. I like to rest my arm there. Uh, I wanted it. I do like to sit on the end. I, I just I like that you uh, denied it, and I just said okay. Yeah. So um, but it was it was interesting. Uh, I don't even know how this all came about, Matt. You probably know more about it than I do. Uh, but it was a chance really for about an hour and 45 minutes for these three men who are running for president of the SBC to, to receive some questions uh, and to give answers to those. They all talked about maybe uh, how they would lead uh, the SBC in their limited role. They talked about, interestingly, none of them are pastor a mega church. So, you know, you know, previously a lot of these churches have hired somebody on staff to kind of be a handler for the SBC president. And he would travel a lot. They have large staffs to where uh, they can be out and uh, have guys preach. But these guys pastor normative size uh, Baptist churches. And so it, it would be different in that. Matt, uh, I know um, you're good friends with Bart, but what was your main takeaway uh, from, from the, the panel? Yeah, my, my main takeaway is that you can – you should be able to disagree without being disagreeable, and uh, and I think we we saw that on display certainly with uh, with Bart and and uh, Robin and and those that that were there, and uh, and so I was encouraged by that. There were some very hot topics that were uh, discussed, like critical race theory, uh, the credentials committee, sex abuse task force, and so forth. And uh, some of them stayed on topic. Some of them usually would veer into another area at times. Uh, but, uh, but it really kind of shared, uh, showed a few things really about them is, is kind of what their, 
uh, messages, what they're all about, and uh, you know whether a bridge builder like Bart, uh, you know somebody with a long history of missions with Robin and so forth. And so uh, it, it was good to get to hear it. It was not meant to be uh, a debate. There were times that it kind of spun into that a little bit. It was more meant to be this time to just share where they stand on these key issues. There were times for uh, clarification and all spoke very clearly uh, on CRT, uh, all spoke very clearly on the credentials committee a little bit. There was some confusion from Robin uh, about what the credentials committee was uh, and uh, and so forth, but there was some clarification there uh, even for him. And, uh, and so even a big call for transparency that I think all of them shared to some degree when it came to our SBC entities. And, and so, like I said, you know, hopefully it's something that can show us as a convention that there are times that we can disagree on some non-essential things without being disagreeable. And, uh, and so uh, we saw that, uh, you know, mostly displayed and so forth during that gathering. Yeah, there were, there were some tense moments. Uh, in fact, there were, it seemed like there were some moments where some people on the panel maybe made a comment about previous work of another person on the panel. Uh, I was just impressed with the humility uh, that was displayed on there. I think the, the biggest thing away for me is that I, I think we all know this. There, there's two main candidates. There's two m- more likely guys who are going to win this, uh, being Bart and Tom. And they they clearly see the SBC differently. Um, I think Tom sees the, the SBC as going the wrong way, in a dangerous direction, uh, not in liberalism, but maybe trajecting towards that way. Whereas Bart is encouraged by the SBC and encouraged by how cooperative program giving is going up and all these different things. Uh, and Robin, I don't, <laughs> he would agree with Tom <laughs> at some points and he would agree at Bart at others. Um, but they, they talk about important topics. Um, I think if you watch that, you could uh, maybe get a good idea of who, if you're going, who you want to vote for. Alan, were you able to watch it uh, or no? No, I, I have not been able to watch it yet. I've, I've seen little clips here, there and yonder. And um, I'm, I'm still behind. I need to read the, the interviews as well. I've read Tom Askell's interview with Baptist Press, but not the one for uh, Robin or Bart. And so I've, I've got a lot of catching up to do. They, uh, it's on Acts 2. The Acts 2 app will have it on there. Uh, you might remember we uh, interviewed uh, Brother John earlier this year, Alan and I did, uh, about Acts 2. And they're going to be live streaming the convention, and they're going to have some original stuff on there. So check that out. Uh, man, anything else about the panel? Yeah, not not a whole lot else. You know, like you just touched on as far as kind of the competing uh, visions and so forth. Uh, you know, what what I what I do love the most, perhaps, is what I saw on the stage is what I've seen for for decades now uh, with Bart. And uh, and that is somebody that believes in our statement of faith. Uh, he believes in our cooperative program and our cooperative effort uh, through the International Mission Board, the North American Mission Board, our seminaries and so forth. And, uh, and so I was very encouraged uh, by some of the things that he reminded uh, us in our time together, because, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, we, we don't need a, uh, a pope uh, in that position that's going to tell us what we uh, are to believe or to speak for us, uh, but somebody that is going to essentially kind of be that megaphone to amplify the messenger's voices. And uh, and I, you know, obviously personally think that would be 
uh, Bart, and I think he has shown that in the history, certainly in his church, in a very transparent manner that we really almost uh, the most transparent church I've ever been a part of or heard of. Uh, and and I think he's also going to lead in that way as well. So I was encouraged by that, got to meet some great folks, uh, see some dear friends, you know, including you, Tyler and, and Izzy and and uh, and a few others that came out. And uh, so I had a good time and uh, also got a delicious uh, Slurpee on the way. So it was a good day all in all. Uh, one thing that Bart said over and over again was that he would give an example of something in SBC and say, this shows our system works. Our system yep. works. And uh, if you want to put your trust in a guy that's going to follow the system, um, yeah, that's Bart. Well, hey, let's move to a little Southern culture. And this is something that everybody does. But in the South in particular, uh, I did something tonight that I love to do during this time of the year. And that is uh, break out the grill. In particular, now I broke out the Blackstone, threw some chicken and some corn and some asparagus on there. And uh, we made some... Uh, you know, blackened chicken tonight, grilled chicken, and um, it was really good. Uh, I love to grill, and I, in particular, I love my my black stuff. I like to smoke meat more often. I like to do that more, but grilling is a lot quicker, and so we grill a lot more during the week, especially this time of the year. So uh, we've got some friends coming over on Monday night. We're going to make some smash burgers for them, and they're going to come over and enjoy that. I love, of course, to cook steak on the grill. Um, you know, and uh, the Blackstone, you can throw some fish on there, you can throw chicken on there. Uh, Matt, you seem like you have a lot of expertise in grilling. What do you like to grill? Uh, so hamburgers, steaks, um, chicken. That's yep. Yep. Hot dogs? Hot dogs, yep. And, uh, you know, I, I like to really get the, uh, uh, you know, the, the fancy George Foreman My pulled goodness. out of the, the counter. Pull it up there on top, oh, quickly, Lord. plug it in and go to town. And then five, 10 minutes later, you got you a good burger, steak, whatever it is. And uh, so, you know, but then again, I'm the guy that gets chicken tenders at Texas Roadhouse. So oh, what? I don't what? have it. I, I the best, Texas Roadhouse is the best um, chain steak you can buy uh, that's that's like not very expensive all right alan uh that's a shame to get chicken tenders. alan what about you what do you like what do you like to grill i know you like to cook what what are you grilling these days well i like to grill like jesus did on charcoal um jesus didn't use a blackstone uh, and he certainly 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 did not use a george foreman um you would know you were there uh, have you ever gotten your foot stuck in the George Foreman? Like first thing in the morning, try to cook some bacon, wake up and step in your George Foreman. I know a guy you, who you, did that. You, you strike me as a guy that would do that. But no, I, I love charcoal. Um, but the last time I grilled on my charcoal grill, um, the, the, the charcoal pan that holds the charcoal inside the drum gave up the ghost and finally burned all the way through after God only knows how many hundreds of hours of use and so I, my grill is um, in need of either a new charcoal pan or uh, just a, another grill altogether. But I, I love to grill in the summer. Um, I could cook outdoors in the summer probably more than indoors. I buy a lot of chicken breast in the summertime when they're like 99 cents or $1.99 a pound. Um, lots of grilled vegetables in the summertime. Love to grill squash. Um, you know, if if you can be cooked, I love to cook it on the grill. Of course, I live near the coast. I'm from the coast. 
Uh, I love to grill fish and I love to grill shrimp. Uh, do a lot of that in the summertime, a lot of grilled shrimp, uh, a lot of grilled fish, even grilled whole fish. That uh, was one of my favorite things to throw on there, but uh, you can't beat it. I mean, if charcoal was good enough for Jesus, uh, it's good enough for me. Well, there you have it, folks. Why don't you go out and grill something this week and let us know what you're grilling. Y'all got anything that y'all want to add before we wrap this bad boy up? Well, hey, listen, pray. Uh, do that. It's a good thing. You don't have to do that on the National Day of Prayer. Pray every day without ceasing, in fact. Go back, Acts 2, watch the SBC presidential, uh, the, uh, not the SBC presidential panel. Definitely, if you're going to go there and uh, and be part of that, grill something this week. Join us next time. Same Baptist time, same Baptist hour. Stay Baptist, my friends.